Hello, hello, hello. What's up, everybody? We're fucking live. We're back. Welcome <laughs> to Super Late at 368. I'm your host, Gabe Oliver. With me is the man who went to Yale, apparently. Great writer. He's works at the Verge. He's got beautiful hair, beautiful face, beautiful smile. It's the man. It's your boy, Bijan Stevon. Bijan, how you doing? Hello, hello. I'm doing good. Uh, I think I'm doing good. I don't know. It's been a, it's been a it's been a long day. It feels like it's one of those days where I feel like I've been hung over the entire day, even though I know I haven't been hung over. You know. So yeah, I'm 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 mic right now. Yeah, all yeah. I, got, I love I love it. You gotta love the mic. No, I'm uh. I, but I'm I'm literally just you know in that place where I'm oh, I'm trying to hype myself back up because this is this is a highlight of my week. I like how, doing this. I love do doing this get, with you. How do you Gabe. get yourself hyped? How do you hike? How do you get yourself hyped? Like what's like what's your go to like get psyched track? Like what's going on? Oh man, that is a good question. I don't, I, I mean, I, I have to think about that. Let me get back to you. Let me get back to you. Cause like there's some songs that really do it for me, but mm -hmm. I think mm -hmm. we have some, some gaming headlines and news to cover. Oh, we first. do. I got the, I got the, <laughs> I got the show notes prepped, ready to go. Hot, oh yeah. Show us. Presses. Right. Show us Bam. those. I Bam. think your handwriting is getting worse, but I mean, <laughs> So like when I was writing out GTA Five stuff, I I put the five Roman you forgot the yeah before. yeah. So I just put it it turned into an A to make up for it. <laughs> but uh, what we have right now, we have on for deck. We have GTA Five in the Epic Game Store. Some news on that. Tony Hawk mm -hmm. Pro Skater One and Two getting a beloved remaster. Probably have a trailer queued up on trailer time. Valorant patches have just came in, as well as mm -hmm, ooh, mm -hmm. my favorite people in the whole wide world, cheaters. And then, we but. <laughs> We gotta have like a cheat beat, just like a segment where you talk about cheating. Let's talk about cheats. Just like um, you, you have so much love for these people who are I ruining do. video games. I, it's like it's <laughs> just like they're out there on the forefront trying to make an impact. Then after that, we also have some trailer time where we talk about some trailers. There was some new things that yeah. came out with uh, triangles, epic game, whatever engine, what, Unreal Engine Five. Uh, <laughs> we also have, I think it was another trailer that came out, maybe yeah. not. Bijan, did you put in the running show like the Twitch streamer who thought they were better than other people? No. Oh fuck, I forgot about that. He missed it. He missed it. It's fine. I think well, we probably will probably still be able to cover it. I think I think yeah, we yeah, can yeah. I think we can riff. I and think then we can the do big it. meat and potatoes. There you go. And then the beak, the beak, the big, the grande, the huge, the tremendous mm -hmm, mm -hmm. meat and potatoes of today's episode is we're gonna be talking about the console wars, but not like how you typically know where console wars is like who's better, PlayStation, Xbox. We're taking a different take, and we definitely want to have a bigger conversation with a developer in the future who actually is in the weeds on this. But it's because, just to give you a taste, Assassin's Creed Valhalla had a little bit of a controversy where apparently, you know, we're running on the equivalent of like super crazy consoles right now, like 20, mm -hmm. all these weird things, high numbers. And it's only running on, I think, about 30 or 60 frames a second, which is like, what? But we'll get into that later and what that means. We'll get there. We'll get there. Let's take it from the top with Bijan's Bijan explains Bijan explains. Yeah, welcome, welcome, welcome to my segment where I explain the headlines. I don't even I, this isn't a segment. I'm just doing, I'm doing a bit. I'm doing a bit with myself. It's great. Uh, so let's start with some games. We got some gaming news. Gabe, Gabe is correct. GTA Five is now free on the Epic Game Store until May twenty first, uh, and it came out in twenty thirteen. People still fucking love that game, and the reason I know that is because the Epic Game Store has been down the entire day. Uh, I actually don't own this game. Did you, Gabe? Did you know that? Did I ever tell you that? I, I no, <laughs> no. I've been. I was like, oh, here's my chance to finally own a GTA game. If, uh, if further goes with my theory that you don't play games, <laughs> I, I game sometimes. Uh, I, ga I, I game occasionally, uh, but I did, did. I don't think I told you, but I, I think Apex Legends is going to be my new my new game. Ooh, it's a I'm great like, season to get in on to right now. 
it feels good. I mean, it's also like I'm kind of done with Fortnite. Like I hit the I hit the skill cap. Like I'm not going to get any better at this game. And it's like I want to try something new. I want to do something else. I've been playing a lot of Warzone too. There you go. Also, yeah, I guess we'll get to this later. But I did see you playing Warzone, running mm. around all fucking serious without looking at the chat. Yo, dude, <laughs> no, I was I was very committed. We'll get into that later. We, we won't take away from that. You were key did. You were key did. But yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, dr please drop some S in the chat for me and so my GTA fact, quest. Just to go in real quick on the GTA 5 tip while we're on this. Sure. Right? 2013, GTA 5 drop. Massive game. Very big social commentary on this GTA mm -hmm. than any other GTA. Um, sure. And I played a lot of it. It had a lot of controversy in the beginning because we were all expecting like a crazy GTA, GTA Online experience, which didn't come out till months later. Uh, or I think it was like maybe almost a year. It was. It was. Like it was like a year. It, it was, was a like long for time. It to actually be something you would play, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, and then mm -hmm. it became uh, essentially what I think Fortnite is pursuing because GTA Online has kind of taken a breath of its own. Like you're buying GTA Five not for the story. You're buying yeah. the gameplay. I mean the online gameplay, and mm -hmm. it's crazy because for a number of years people wanted to play it because GTA RP, which like entirely incredible. Whew. Like, can I can I throw a huge shout oh, out to my my GTRP friend Nicotine? Go follow her on Twitch. She's great. I think she's actually live right now. Anyway, the, uh, I I become obsessed with the GTARP scene because they're so good at role playing and role playing. Yeah, is like so, there's some so scenarios difficult. that happen every like I forgot there was this one person who did like a very be, like, it was a it was a bank robbing scene and it was entirely mm -hmm. preposterous. It was like they're for the yeah. bank robbing scene. The whole server is there with their guns out. Like, all right. What are you guys doing? It's not necessary yeah. if you come out. Like, yo, for 30 minutes, this standoff was a thing. And they were like, well, we want a sandwich. Can we get a sandwich? He's like, all right, we can get you a sandwich if you just come out. Dude, and the mm -hmm. minute they start, all right, all right, he's coming to the door. Let's make a break for it. Yo, they, they try to go through the side entrance. They open the door. One dude just goes, Bah! real quick and they take them all out in like a second no <laughs> it was like yeah the most it. crazy climax of this story but go ahead no it's kind of i, I mean i i have a role-playing game podcast so i do i do like a fair amount of role-playing in my free time but it's like it's interesting to see people who are so good at it do it like with like through a video game which yeah i don't know like it's really cool to see anyway if you haven't gotten into like no pixel go fucking do that shouts to zune who just dropped no pixel in the chat which reminded me <laughs> Anyway, yeah, back to GTA. Uh, drop some S in the chat for me because I can't get it yet. Uh, and I know there's not a better... Today. It's very smooth. And I know there's not a better deal in gaming than free 99. Anyway, speaking of nostalgia, guys, <laughs> I'm sure you've heard the news. Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2 are getting remastered. I am fucking excited. Gabe, how do you feel about that? I, I'm, I love those games. Like... I thought they were very cool. The soundtracks were incredible. And I they devs did confirm that most of the songs are coming back. So hell yeah. But I don't know. What do you remember? What was your experience playing like Tony Hawk? Uh Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 and 2 has a very special place yeah, in my bro. heart. When I was younger, uh not you know, like I'm old right now, in my prime. Um <laughs> when I was younger. I was I was gonna hit a doctor disrespect code, but never mind. Uh so I used to go to my babysitter's house, Sandra, when I was younger. And, you know, me and Albert, her son, and everybody, all the other kids who were there, we would play Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 and 2. And it's like, when we figured out how to do the cheat codes, it just changed. And Yo. Oh, we did, which is why I have such a affinity for cheating, because cheat codes and gaming goes hand in hand. And we would just do the mm -hmm. most ridiculous things, trying to get the most craziest, like, grind sequence you can get and go rap, rap, and the music, the soundtrack. Also, like, for oh. the time, like, skateboarding was so punk. It was so cool that it was just, like, it was everything you wanted in a video game. Like, I, yeah. I probably won't go back to it because I've completely fried out on that game, but it's still it's still so important. That's fair. I actually, I played it recently. I, uh, I guess this was last year, but I played it because I had to talk to Tony Hawk. 
um, for a story that I was doing. Auto flex. Yeah, that game is hard, but also Tony Hawk is very cool. Um, yeah. I had a great time talking to him, but uh, he told me a bunch of stuff. And you can read if you want to read the piece. Uh, I can drop it in chat. Hold on, let me drop it in chat. Let me let me just let me do just. You, do you uh, think a uh, do you think a Laird Hamilton pro surfing game would be as big as Tony Hawk pro? Surfing? No, absolutely not. But Tony Hawk told me he he actually told me uh, when they were working on the game at NeverSoft, like he was teaching the devs how to skateboard. And apparently one of them actually ended up breaking their ankles trying to kickflip. But they all learned how to skateboard. So they're all skaters now. That's great. Also, I mean, skating is back, bro. Like what? I've seen I feel you. like I feel like I see I feel like I see skaters everywhere on like TikTok and stuff. I don't know. It's cool. It's Dude, still cool. I mean, it's still punk. Okay. I mean, it it's kind it's weird because like skating has kind of got a second life because of like hip hop. It's weird a little bit. Um yeah. I mean skating is it's besides fucking, riding, uh, like what? Yeah, no, it's just like odd future was like some of the yep. first people to start bringing that back into the mainstream, yep, which 100%. is pretty cool. Then I also, liked it. Yeah. I liked it. I mean, it's just like skating, graffiti, all that, like DIY, be a punk, jump over fences, kind of, kind of a nostalgia mm -hmm. and feel. I think it's just always prevalent. And then if you go to today with like how today's, I guess, generation, you know, they don't really mm -hmm. have like, yo, go be a punk and go do this. Like it's like, like you like, yeah. I mean, but, if you want to talk about online identity and identity formation in general, I think like a lot of people, like a lot of teens now have so much more to choose from. There's so many, there's so many things you can draw from and the internet lets you access a bunch of different subcultures at once. So you can like pick and choose what suits your personality. So yeah, there isn't actually that like, I don't think there's that stereotypical sort of like, I'm a punk. Like I do this thing. I do these things. Yeah. Now like anybody can do anything. And it's actually, I think that's cooler. Like I like that there's no monoculture and there's no like corresponding, like dominant alt culture to push back against it. Although I do miss goths. I mean, it kind of, it kind of, in a lot of ways, I know this is not a conversation we probably should have, but it kind of like dilutes the, the, the cultures of mm -hmm. those independent things, right? Because yes, it's great. It's amazing. I mean, you should always have people like, you know, I grew up, I knew the best kids play basketball and the kids who game and the kids who do comics, draw everything. Yeah. Like, it's always good to have that, but it kind of like, it dilutes those like genres or those niches a little bit because it's like no one actually goes all in on them. And then you don't get yeah. the people like a Tony Hawk, for example, who was just nothing well, but skateboarding. I don't know if that's necessarily true because I think the be the people who are the best at that stuff do naturally rise to the top. And like they do like they're oh, fuck, I can't remember his name, but there's this amazing skateboarder who got a profile in the New York Times magazine. And he's he's just like watching his videos is incredible. He skates around New York City, too. And it's like he's this like 22 year old dude who's just fucking great at skateboarding. And I thought we'd seen the end of like the Tony Hawks, but this guy seems like he could be the same kind of person. But I also think, you know, this stuff kind of like keeps like the picking and choosing and not getting too deep into stuff actually kind of keeps those subcultures alive. Cause like it's become a currency, right? When you like find something cool from the past, like the new thing is like tie dyed shirts, right? Like that's, that's the thing that's happening right now on TikTok, etc. Um, Like that's like 70s shit, right? That's like grateful dead kind of like, yeah, it's really interesting. And I, it's cool that it's coming back, but it's like, are people really into tie dyes or the tie dye lifestyle? Are people like being hippies and groupies still yeah. like, no, like that is no, they're no like roadies anymore. Yeah. Right. Well, not just because of quarantine. Yeah. Well, tie dye has kind of changed a lot as well because like you have people like Murder Bravado who have done like very unique things with like how they tie their yeah. apparel. But also in chat, we have Brandon and Marissa saying, I disagree, Gabe. Nah, Gabe. <laughs> we'll always be dedicated people in every avenue. Yes, I agree. Yeah. I'm not I'm not saying there's not gonna be dedicated people in every avenue. You're gonna have people who love things more than other people that take it to the hundredth yeah. level. But what I'm saying is the more people who are gently into it with their foot, like just their foot barely in and they're doing a whole bunch of other things, you're not going to have like a lot of those like major impact people like a Tony Hawk. 
because it's just yeah, like maybe. You know, attention I, and skills separated all over the place. It's oh, like, I see what you're saying. You're saying there's not the audience for this kind of stuff because there aren't those niches anymore per se. Yeah, yeah, Like yeah. a Tony Hawk wouldn't get as much traction. I see what you're saying. See, I don't think that's true because I, this is a theory that I've been working on, but everybody, all influence online is the same. It doesn't matter how you got your fans. If you have them, they are there and they're with you. Uh, and it's like, you know, it's like, I, I I have to get around to writing this, but like there are a bunch of retired porn stars on Twitch and they're they're great. They just stream video games, but like their audiences are huge, right? And it's like, where did they get those audiences? Obviously from doing porn. <laughs> but it's like, it doesn't matter when it translates into subs and bits and stuff. And like people yeah, yeah. are there genuinely for the person. Like, it's cool. I think, I think that's one of the cool things about online. Anyway, we have, this is a huge digression. This is a very long digression. No, this is what conversation but, is all about, baby. Let's, let's come on. Yeah, now. you know, you're right. It's, I feel like it's a conversational day. We're having a conversation day. This is this is this is a conversation episode, but uh, I do want to talk about Valorant because I need to know what happened. Okay. Uh, I know there were some nerfs and some buffs, and Jeez. I don't know anything about who got nerfed, who Jeez. got buffed. But I do want to say, Gabe, do you know do you know the story of nerfing? Do you know how that came to be? Uh, this is when you say no. This is when you say no. I mean, I mean yeah, Bijan, you want to tell me why? Why? I what do. Is I do. Please. Nineteen ninety-seven. Picture it. Ninety-seven. Ninety-seven. We're back in the day. Everything's still good. You could still get Fruitopias, man. Uh, <clears throat> Ultima Online comes out. And mm. <laughs> uh, mm. they, the devs didn't balance the game right. So swords were just super fucking OP. Mm -hmm. Just hugely OP. So everyone started using swords and everyone else was mad about it. And then the devs found out and they were like, oh, shit, we got to reduce that, that, that strength. And so they did. And uh, the guy who did it, one of the guys who did it, this guy, Rafe, Rafe Coster, uh, who is a legend. Uh, says on his blog, for the record, the term nerfing entered online gaming vocabulary because of Ultima Online. At some point, we reduced the power of swords in melee combat, and players started complaining that they were hitting each other with nerf swords. The rest is history. <laughs> like, that's it. I love I mean, it. Anyway, tell me about what, what happened in Valorant, bro. <laughs> that transition. Uh, so, Valorant just got its rank mode <laughs> about two weeks ago, and you know, rank okay. is anything that matters. No, I can't even play casual oh my games God. with my friends anymore they like I, last time i'm trying to play with my friends on my dgen server and i'm like yo let's just play some unrated because i have like i'm not i'm not at least gold ranking or silver ranking to play with them yet uh -huh. and they were just like nah what's your ranking bro we can't play with you i'm like dude we can't just play unrated no <laughs> only ranked only ranked like everybody's trying to prove themselves so hard in a beta yeah. mind you it's not even like the <laughs> official full release yet and it's blowing what, my man? mind like calm down a little bit um, but the nerfs came to the game and i have the list from polygon because my brain will not be able to hold polygon.com Polygon. Is your brain smooth too? Is not your brain smooth, smooth too, not bro? Not smooth, but it can be. You know, not, not all the wrinkles can hold mm. water in them. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so the major, the major things that changed in this balance update, this nerfing, whatever. Uh, the key thing that you may be familiar with if you play CS:GO, which is very important for these types of games, mm -hmm. is how you shoot and when you shoot. So it's not like Call of Duty where you can just spray and pray and just run and run and run and run and run, mm -hmm. and your shots are accurate. That's not the case. With this one, with these kind of games, these CSGO S games, you have to do a full stop when you're shooting for your shot to be accurate. So oh, for, for before the recent patch, the, the time between when you're accurate and accurate was like almost non-existent where you could just swing on people and get kills. And swinging on people was just like, mm -hmm. oh, he's around the corner. Let me just jump around. Pop. Like, and you could be doing a full momentum swing, um, which gave birth to something else in Valorant, which was, hey, let's hold shift which will slow your walking mm -hmm. down and just do that most of the map because you have almost 100% accuracy. So they did a couple of those patches with a time between that, like you have to do a, a very close hard stop in order to get that shot off. You can't just swing on people, mm -hmm. which is going to be great for like new players, quality of life. Cause it's like, oh my God, why can't I get hey. killed? Well, cause you're just getting dumped on every time. And then there were some changes to some of the champs, heroes, the Valors uh, that came through. We're going to ignore weapon changes cause like, 
you know, yeah, whatever. That's too, much. That's too, that's too deep that, for that's, this show. That's too, that's too big. Well, go um, in on online culture, but not... <laughs> not we're not, we're, we're not going to break down spray patterns and like, well, this is the gun you want to use at this time, and what's the push? Uh, so Sage, who is by far the best character in the game, she has amazing utility. She can put up a wall, stop all the team from mm -hmm. pushing. She has two slow orbs that can slow your entire team. She can res somebody at any given moment when she has her ult. What? And she has a self-heal that regenerates throughout the game that she can use on herself hey, or anybody else. That's fucking She's, OP. That's OP. She has so, you have to play a game with her. Like, you can... It's very... Difficult for not saying it's very difficult for you to win, but it's very dumb for you not to have her on your team. Right. She just brings too much value. Like you can leave a site and she can hold the site by herself. So everybody, of course, uses her. Now the changes that came to her were the slow orb zone duration, as I said, got decreased from nine seconds to seven seconds. Doesn't sound like a big difference, but that's almost 10 seconds of you having to wait for an area to not be mm -hmm. slowed down so you can get through quickly. Um, which can mess up an entire push. Then you have slow yeah. orb amount decrease from 65 to 50%, which means the spread when it lands, it creates a, like a like a little ice walk that's got decreased in range. Then lastly, which is more important, uh, Cypher, who his spy cam when destroyed, it's uh it's it's cooldown got increased from 30 to 45 seconds. So Cypher can drop a camera in any given angle mm -hmm. and always see like what's going on right there, which is massive utility. And that's why people have him in the game on their team as well. He just has so much information. Mm -hmm. Information is king. Um so when you destroy that, you're affecting his cooldown on that ability, so you can't use it as frequently. And then also, the, I guess the other conversation in there is they're patching Omen and Viper and trying to improve their abilities overall because apparently Omen and Viper aren't highly rated in the games. Like they're trying to put Omen, who is like this shadowy character, Myth plays him a lot on stream. You can see some high mm -hmm. high tier plays from Myth. He's always smoking things off, so he can just sneak up on you, right? He's like he's like a flanker or like an assassin essentially. Viper cool. is very big on utility, where she's just smoking things with toxic smoke to close off like people from coming in or pushing her to be scared. Her alt, I think, is one of the best alts in the game, which creates this giant poison cloud that just covers an entire area and it stays up as long as she's alive in there, which can like completely just mess your entire strategy up. Mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. I never understood. Like I have a friend named Jeff, and I don't want to keep this going for too long. I'll just wrap it up a little bit. I'm I fascinated. Have I have a friend named Jeff who I think is one of the best players I know in the game. He has really great aim, and he's a Viper main. He doesn't play any else but Viper. He is the most scariest person to me to push ever because he can aim, and he knows his character on such a deep level that mm -hmm. no thing he does is wasted. He knows when to pop a smoke. He knows where's the one-way smokes. He knows how to hold off area. Like, you can rest easy knowing that Jeff is super consistent, and I don't appreciate the disrespect people give Viper. Like, she's not valid. And that's it. That's my that that that's my. <laughs> that is that did not end anywhere near where I thought it would. I love that. Uh, I don't because I mean like I don't know. This is this is what a beta is for, right? Like you're supposed yeah. to figure out the nerfs and the buffs and who's like, you know, who's good and who's not. Um, but the other thing about Valorant that happened this week was Riot banned nearly nine thousand yeah. cheaters. Yeah, it's cheaters got banned. <laughs> it's actually under nine thousand, Gabe. I know it's like eight thousand nine hundred and like something. Yeah, whatever. Which is pretty cool. I mean, that's that's also so many cheaters for people who got invited to a closed Love beta. Me. Like, Love how many me. people are playing this game right oh, now? Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. I have no idea. Hold on, not okay. Not everybody got invited to a closed beta. Uh, there was a small group of people got invited, and then they were giving out codes uh, throughout the stream. So like anybody can get it. It wasn't like there was no. I like, I understand. I understand. I'm just saying it's like, I how many of those were they really giving? And my point is, eight thousand yeah. people seems like a lot. <laughs> like, yeah, I... that's a lot of. Because, like, how big is the player base right now? Uh, we we don't know. The player base is somewhere north of a, of 100,000. It's got to be north of 100,000. Um, so that's, like, that's still 8%. Like, that's a lot of fucking people. <laughs> I still have not ran into a single cheater. So I don't, I, I mean, me and my friends have been accused of cheating. 
at times it's just like, no, you know, you just suck at the game, get better at it. Um, get good. Get good at the end of the day. So it's, I mean, it's good that they're pushing out these bands and stuff. I mean, we'll see what yeah. happens. She, 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 I say cheaters never prosper, but it seems in video games, they always find a way to wheeze through the cracks. Like CSGO has had a consistent yearly, always an issue with cheaters. They always get in. You can't keep them <laughs> yeah, out. Yeah. Like the people who live on the internet are people who are made to hack, break in, figure out the best way to ruin somebody's day because they got sometimes nothing better else to do. So we'll see what happens in the future with the Vanguard yeah. and see if Valor can keep people out. <sighs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's I think it's nice that they're doing something about it. Um, mm. And that brings me to my last point. Speaking of doing things about things, uh, Twitch news. <laughs> oh, here we go. There, that was a beautiful. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Beautiful. Right, I'm working on it. Look, I, I'm, I, I'm trying to Twitch keep the... news. Ooh, ooh, can we get that recorded? Can we get that? I want to play that as a little sting before we do Twitch news. Anyway, as you may have seen earlier today, the platform founded a safety advisory council to help twitch fix its policies so yeah the point is to like help them fix their policies rewrite some old ones uh protect marginalized people on the site that was like the specific words they used uh and you know do some other quality of life stuff like identify things that are like sucking on twitch um i think it's fascinating they brought in a bunch of streamers uh they brought in a bunch of academics and nonprofit people um the streamers which is you know creators our friends focus of the show uh they're co-carnage cup of noodle uh ferociously stuff and zizarin and it's interesting because those are all people who have been on the site for a long time. Like they're great streamers and they know Twitch very intimately. Um, Zizarin in particular was like, he said he wanted to focus on inconsistently applied bans and suspensions. So hopefully we'll see some like some some good stuff coming out of that. Because I don't know. I mean, maybe it's Twitch covering your ass. I who's to say? Yeah. But I think if they actually let these this team like give them suggestions and then take them, like I don't know. Maybe we'll see like a nicer Twitch. Uh, we had a know. conversation earlier. Oh, God, I'm burping. The Chipotle is coming up. Please, Chipotle. Chipotle please. coming back up? By the way, before we Come get on, into bro. that, real quick. I just We're wanna, live. We had, we had Ty Long234 who said Valorant is still in beta and has beta security features just like YouTube betas. Hey, <laughs> thanks, bro. Thanks for, thanks for the view. Thank you I for contributing that. to our uh, I love that. our empire. Um, um, so, so we had a conversation earlier with like them implementing these, you know, new security features or whatever have mm -hmm. you like changes to the platform, et cetera. And you had a very, and I think the position I took earlier was like, okay, there's a potential slippery soul player, which there's not, but I'm going to bring it up anyway, which is like, when you start regulating people, like what they say, mm -hmm. you know, it's like, okay, what do you take it away? And the example I use is like, you had the simp issue about a week or two ago where like right, right, right. Twitch started banning emotes that had anything to do with the word simp or whatever. And you know, mm -hmm. there's a lot of creators who had those emails not to be like, like disrespectful yeah, it's just people it's just community built cat. yeah yeah it's like yo yeah. you're simping right now for this or that or this character or whatever and you know they lost those emotes because twitch put that ban and my argument was okay well they started with the emotes what's next time they're going to ban simp the word and then you said and you had a really great article you wrote about i'm not going to say it for you go ahead it was about no uh, no i'm what it was <laughs> about oh yeah, yeah 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 okay okay yes i did bring up we're rehashing an old argument but i think it's interesting because like uh, last year, I went to TwitchCon and I talked to Emmett Shear, who is the current CEO of Twitch. He's a very nice guy. Um, but he told me in our interview that he he does not think Twitch is a platform for free speech. And I think mm. that's really fascinating because I think, you know, like you don't hear that kind of talk from um, like tech company CEOs because it's it's yeah. just like you want everybody to be on your platform. But I think Emmett and by extension Twitch has a very specific idea of who they want on the platform. They want to create an environment 
that has like people like that is welcoming to people and is not like insular and weird. And part of this is like, obviously they want to position themselves for mainstream branding and recognition. And like, this is now the moment where those two things are colliding, right? Like yeah. they have a bunch of non-gaming streams. Now they're promoting the shit out of them and they like, they want to like invite people from the mainstream in, but they don't want them to encounter the worst parts of Twitch culture as, as, as it happens. And I think this is another step in the same direction, the safety advisory council. I don't know. So I think it's interesting. I mean, I, I don't think, I think Twitch, like they're it's run by people. Like they know, like they're not going to ban the word simp. Like it's not going to happen. Also like the thing that they care about is like giving people moderation tools. Cause like every yeah. streamer decides what their chat and community is like, like the way you stream is the people that you attract, which is the people who watch you, et cetera. And it's like very easy to tell, like what kind of streamer a person is by looking at who's chatting and what they're talking about. But like they give all the, they give creators and moderators all those tools to like m regulate that. Like the auto mod feature on Twitch, actually pretty good. Like it can get a little heavy sometimes, but it's pretty good. Um, I don't know. I think it's, I think it's fascinating. I think, I don't think it's a slippery slope. I think no one is that stupid. Like why would, you know, like, you know you what sure? I mean? It's like, no, they're no, not going to like, we're not going to shit in their own hands hold and on, chuck it on. at us, you know? Hold on, hold on, hold on. The reason why I'm going to say, this is why I'm going to fight you right now, right? Okay. Praise be to Twitch. Right. We are partner right. on Twitch. Twitch, please don't kill us. Yo, um, yeah, we we're Twitch partners. Let's go. We know you got shooters online. Um, You're talking about the same company that will ban somebody, right? Yes, I know. I'm aware. For, 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 for like, maybe like being shirtless for two seconds and like, you know, yep. some man, some man chest is out there, right? Mm -hmm. They get like an indefinite ban or whatever. But Alinity can can oh, God. literally show the the pepperoni pizza on camera <laughs> the pepperoni slice on the camera pepperoni act slice. like it was an accident it was a wardrobe malfunction uh, and she only gets like a 24 three day suspension yeah see like, this what? is the thing like alinity is like alinity is a is a flashpoint because she is she's like she's always very close to breaking the rules and like sometimes steps over the line but it's like close? it's one of those look man i'm just telling you like I, I I've I've tried to talk to Twitch about this because I wrote a piece I wrote a piece about the whole cat thing when it came like it happened last year and the disrespect the doctor disrespect thing when he was streaming from a bathroom at E3 Ooh. like Ooh. that that should have been like according to their TOS indefinite suspension but they didn't do that and they didn't do it for a living and it's like obviously the company has to balance its business like its business incentives they're not gonna ban somebody like that but like I don't know like maybe I I hope that they start applying their their like suspensions and actions consistently like that's that's something that i want for them and i think this this council is like another step towards being like okay big streamers like we know you're gonna like stir up controversy that's part of your brand and how you get viewers but like this is the line like this these are the people who are deciding what the line is and these are people in your communities like these are streamers who are big who know like what it's like to be a streamer and so i think it's like them like setting up some plausible deniability uh, for like their enforcement uh -huh. actions like this is like you know like our team said like this is not cool and like i think it makes it like more publicly accessible it's like oh the, the, the security council the safety advisory council suggested this and i don't know i think i think it's going to be i think we're going to see more like twitch has promised more transparency around enforcement actions and i think we're going to see more of that and this is just another step in that direction but i don't know it's it's interesting like i i feel like i i find the problem of moderating websites like hugely interesting and important. I talked, did I tell you, I, I talked to the founder of something awful about YouTube's moderation no, problems because yet. like something awful had better moderation than YouTube because like something awful knew it knew what, like who its users were. It knew who it was for. YouTube just wants everybody on the platform, which means you get, you're going to get the worst people doing the worst stuff. And then you have to like moderate that. You have to like go backwards instead of be proactive about who you want on your platform. Anyway, I think it's interesting. I could go on with this forever.
but I feel like I'm tired of talking. Can we can we bring up some trailer time? Is it time for trailer time, Gabe? It is time. Or do you have more to say? I mean, look, <laughs> I'm I'm with my man Ty Ty Long. Ty Long two three four. Over here. He's talking about literally has had so many chances. Eighty percent of their profit. What would happen if they get rid of those type of people? Zoom is like Mixer would have been all over it. I think I, I agree with you. We're going to move on. Wait, wait. Holly says, I want justice for the simp community. I just want to shout that out specifically. Simp oh, Listen. sorry. Simp censorship. Never mind. Less good. <laughs> uh, look, I just think there is a very, very, very apparent two-tier system of who Twitch cares mm -hmm. about and what they will let slide depending on who they are. Yes, Dr. Speck yep. had that. Why would you go in the bathroom and live stream moment? But I think Alinity has had like years yeah. of just pure like you should not even be allowed to live stream anymore. You got you got your stream. Card I think pulled. I think she's I think I think this is like she's going to be the, the person to watch, frankly, when like once now that this stuff when is being happens. rolled out. OK, yeah, we'll, we'll see um, in the future. So I, yeah, it's interesting. I mean, I don't know. This is a this is an ongoing problem. It's it's hard to it's hard to mind a website. I had a, what was I going to say? Oh, oh, let me tell you a little story about TwitchCon. Abe. Oh, here's something go. cool. Yeah, it's actually not that cool, but um. I, I kind of so I was walking cool. around. Yeah, no, I was walking around the convention center, and it was very apparent to me that there is like a tier, a very tiered system. So like, ninety percent of the people there are affiliates, right? There's a partner yep. lounge, and the partner lounge is one thing. There is a there was a secret super partner lounge for people oh, like Tim the Tap Man. It had like massages, like with people, like fucking Ooh. like green juice bar, Ooh. like latte latte, but like baristas everywhere and like booze. It was amazing. I was hanging on there. I was like, hmm, I see. This is I get pretty, it. Matter of fact, that, that is a perfect segue. Zune, do we have the clip ready? Oh, I know what you're talking about. Do we have the clip ready? This is not of, a trailer. Uh, of, the Twitch, of the Twitch streamer? Okay. So to give a little preface on the clip while she's fully <laughs> prepping it. And as he said, Twitch has a two-tier system, super secret lounge. You know, this is, this is for the elite. Yeah. This it person the elite. let their stream life get so far into their head that they went on to say that my life is more valuable than yours, their viewers. Gabe, so you, you know, ready? I haven't seen this. I haven't seen this clip yet. I got to like roll this tape. Here we go. Zoom, pull it up. Hit me. My value is so much more than all of your value put together. Everyone in this chat. Like I know every life has value, but like my life is far more valuable. <laughs> your lives have value, but mine is much more valuable than your life. Oh, and the fact that you don't even acknowledge this really disgusts me. It's like when you see like a super, super, super ugly dude that goes up to like a 10 and is like, hey, babe, you want to go out? It's like insulting. You don't realize what's happening here, do you? You think we're on the same level. That's insulting. And the fact that you think, Chatters, that you're on the same level of value as I am is, to be quite frank, insulting. Bro. Bro. Is that the whole this thing? Is, My is, value is so much more higher than your value. Like your value this is, is like, like being an ugly dude and going to a ten and being hoops up, babe. But that was a pretty good impression, actually. I like that a lot. Also, did you see her sub goal is sixty nine subs? Yeah, thank you. <laughs> I, I think I, Holly just said she's definitely clowning, but I wouldn't believe that because, as yeah. Zoom told me earlier, she actually paid off somebody to get rid of that cliff, that clip. Yes, because uh, that was yeah. dude. It's like. First, we had, look, okay, the one thing I give Invader, Invader Z for when she came on and said, if you don't have $10, truly. Yeah, this is the next thing. This is, this like, is the next like, evolution, yeah. Like, yeah, like, she, like, Invader was, like, she sounded like a, like, a, she could be a great mom or great teacher, right? Like, just, like, very condescending sometimes. 
This one mm-hmm. was just pure like, I'm better than you. How are you better yeah. than me? Gabe, you know what this is called? It's called solipsism. She like truly believes she's the only person in the world who has feelings or emotions or value. It's kind of incredible. I've never seen anybody like display like like an illness so like vividly. Like that was like, that was incredible. Um, what? I also like, what? What? Just like, I, I mean, I guess it's like galaxy brain shit. Okay, maybe she's like trying to find people to find Dom. Like maybe that's what it is. She's trying to like find men to humiliate online. And like that's high level galaxy brain shit. Maybe she's doing it. Maybe she's not. I don't know. But what? What? Why would you say anything like that? Like, I don't know. It's one thing. Uh, like, man, I. You know is, what? This is I high level. It, like, I can. I, this is like a higher plane of brainial existence. You know, she's on the fucking mental battlefield, like busting out a fucking Buster Sword and just like swiping at anyone who gets close in brainial combat, bro. Like, this is mentally. I'm. I'm. I'm impressed. <laughs> Like she 100%. I think that we're going to go with the no publicity is bad publicity. It's all good publicity. I think she knew she was going to go viral when she said this Oh yeah, because she was catching that. All right. Invader Z trend kind of went down and I got to hit him with the, with the next step, which is a, you're just, yeah. you're just not worth anything. You're just not worth a single, th- my value as a streamer, girl, you just, your sub goal is 69, which means your value in the Twitch marketplace is low. Okay. Let's talk about yeah. that. Okay, like, but I don't want to talk. I don't want to talk about. I, okay, I don't want to shit okay, on people's fine, sub fine, sub numbers. That's fine, that's fun. That's fun. What she deserves? She's trying to shit on people. What are you doing? Who are you, who are you defending the villains? Who I'm, are de- you? I'm defending myself, bro. No, I have more right, subs. Fine, than that. fine. Bijan, Bijan is never exactly. You are a quality human being. But I'm gonna point out that Bijan is never willing to give out smoke. Let's go to the next segment. <laughs> oh, I'm saying like at least like a good five k. Five k. No, 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 no. Not if her sub goal. Yeah, right? exactly. Maybe like five hundred. Maybe like five hundred. Like no, I think it's probably a hundred bucks. I also think it's probably like, like she may have said, they may she may have like planted that story too. Like if you just if you want publicity, be like, oh, it's like yeah, yeah. like make it seem like this person got paid to pull it down to Keem, and like obviously it's gonna go viral. Oh my god, so, she's trying to pay off Keemstar. <laughs> you know what we should, you know what we should do is we should check in in a week and see how many subs she's got. Ooh, we just, should check in. You know, with your, with your weekly Twitch fuck up. All right. Yeah. We now besides <laughs> yeah, that, the weekly fuck up. The weekly fuck up. Yeah. Fuck up. All right. So, fuck we'll it. Go, segment. But we'll, we'll we'll spell it like you know it's a little bit more uh, advertiser friendly. We we'll spell it like P H O like fu, like mm, fuck mm-hmm. up. You know what I'm saying? You know, gotta, gotta make it advertiser friendly. Uh, all right. So we have we avoided this a little bit earlier because we just went on like a completely different you know flow state. Yeah. Trailer well, we were, we... time. <laughs> Bijan, introduce your segment. <clears throat> trailer time. It's the time where we look at trailers that we haven't seen yet. Okay. Trailer time. Trailer time. Zoom roll the clip. Up. We have this is the only this is the only trailer we got. But this is the so have you seen the tech demo for the Unreal Engine Five? It is one of the most gorgeous things I've ever seen. Like this shit. Like so, all of this is live rendered on a PS Five. It's like cinematic quality assets. It's billion. I mean, he said the funniest thing was he was like the guy uh, the dev commentating this was like it's billions and billions of triangles because those are all like it looks like random noise but like the triangles are the size of pixels so it's like a pixel perfect like everything is billions gorgeous triangles just imagine the triangles bro how many triangles can you conceive of this is more than that it's time to see what's next. this is a lot of triangles it's time to see what's next baby it looks gorgeous though i'm so hype i am so hype like this got me it's not even a playable game but it looks like ori like meets uncharted which baby okay imagine that game i like i like the angle they took here with 
this new engine where it's like it looks really good like the environment and etc but they didn't go od on the character the character still looks you you know mm -hmm. it's a video game character where i hate like really hyper realism video games because it's just like dude i'm not trying to run to reality i'm trying yeah. to run away from reality you know it's like it's, it's a weird thing for me where it's like for example, Hellblade, when that thing came on, they dropped that trailer of the girl going, that was a trailer. Like, literally, I was like, Yo, is this a death metal album? Like, what's going on right now? And I'm looking at the face. I'm just like, I don't really like this kind of aesthetic. So I like things to keep that kind of like, you know, it's a video game. I don't want yeah. it to look like too crazy. Like, for me personally, I don't know. How do you feel? I, I mean, I agree with you. I also, I like, but I like that the environments are so beautiful. Like, I yeah, think like, it's cool to see that. Look at that. It's so pretty. It's so 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 pretty. I mean, I I have to say, I speak like speaking of graphics. I was I just finished Portal Two again. It's my like second playthrough because the first Not time I played it like when angry, it, right? I played it when it came out and it was great. And I played it again recently on uh, on stream with my friend and it was so good. And I was like, damn, this game looks great. It came out in like 2013, it like or earlier. Like it's like 10 years old now. Good art um, doesn't age bad, dude. It, no, it doesn't. And like age. they didn't they didn't try and be photorealistic. They were working with like what like the kind of assets they knew were like they, they spent a lot of time clearly designing the assets that they use and it's it was just a gorgeous game that still looks amazing and fuck man i love being the round one the round there's like a tall one like, and the round one yeah the round, yeah, one's, the round one's fun the round one's the, that's the way right there if you ain't going around when you ain't doing it right <laughs> um how we got we got anyway. the in chat real quick uh oh yeah, was, yeah like as more people start streaming more people are going to try to oh this is in regards to what we talked about earlier are going to try to do yeah. controversial stuff the chipotle is coming up to stay relevant or put themselves aside at the front of news coverage agreed we both agree on that me and me and bijan 100 and then yeah he also brought up so you're saying you didn't love seeing norman read his pores in death stranding <laughs> i did Hell, love that actually. you like this blackheads dude i didn't like that i was like what's going on here, it norman? was great i was, was like damn it's so realistic. Now, Speaking wait, of realism, go ahead. Do you remember that game in Death Stranding? You can like piss and Not shit and Death stuff. Branding. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, you can do uh, that. Yeah. It's, it's like it's a mechanic. It's cool. And like you have to like. It's funny because like that. It's that's the kind of realism in video games that like I'm just like I. This makes it feel way like having to like empty your bladder periodically makes the game feel so yeah. much more real because it's like you're clearly playing a human. It's not like a, yeah. it's not like a super powered fucking, like this person sleeps and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it, it's, it's such a fascinating low tech way to like solve that problem of like embodiment in video games. Yeah. I mean, um, Kojima's always really good at that. And I think he, since he's such a cinema fanatic, he just tries fanatic. to make, he tries to make his, his games as close to a movie as possible. Yeah. And from what I saw Death Stranding, it looked like a movie. I just couldn't get into it because I was just like, uh, do I really want to put 60 hours into this? I don't know. Is yeah. it even worth pay off? But anyway, go ahead, Bijan, what are you going to say? No, I was just going to, I say that to say this, to quote Taxdown. We have another couple segments coming up. Console Wars and Weekly Wholesome. But yeah. I think we should take a quick break. My Real mouth is filling though. with saliva. Before we hit that break, and I know you're going to be mad at me, there is one thing we missed. Uh -oh. I just want to put this missed? out there so people don't make this mistake. Because at the end of the month, we have one of the biggest games coming out. It's Last of Us 2. This past oh, week, yeah. there was a massive leak. All the major plot points are out there in the wild. Oh, no. Like, there was so much outrage about, like, the death of whoever dies and blah, 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 and all this. And, you know, Video Game Donkey did a video on it, and, you know, in the Video Game Donkey way. And just letting you know, avoid, okay. if you really want to play Last of Us, avoid typing Last of Us, period. Luckily, I've avoided, I'm avoiding it. You better avoid it. My and brain is so good. smooth, bro. There you go. Good, good. Be full caveman. But we are going to take man. a break. And when we come back, we will be talking about 
the big meat and potatoes of this chat, which is the console wars and console wars, baby. Weekly wholesome. We'll see you back in about what, like two minutes, three minutes. Yeah, I gotta use the bathroom. How, yeah, however long it takes me to piss. Yeah, I'm go uh, go death go death stranding that thing, man. Heat that mic up. Heat it up. Hot it up. There you go. There you go. Hot play, hot play. Make it sound like we're in the kitchen. We are back. We are. And we're cooking again. I'm going to steal from a friend of mine's uh, uh, saying that he had a long time ago for his radio show. If you hear our voices, you're not lost. You're watching super late. And usually it would be like you're watching ZD with the sauce, but we're we're super late in the sauce. Anyway. ZD with the sauce. That's good. That's good content. Name his his name his last name is ZD right so he, like his Instagram was Big ZD so he was like if you hear our voices you're not lost you're listening to Big ZD and the sauce and I was like and that is so clean he's a rapper so I was like, like yo anyway shout out to ZD I took your thing for a second I love it I love it all right let's do it Gabe Gabe right, you right, you had some theories you had some theories about consoles right so let me just get this uh set here you know right here <laughs> he's about to go the fuck in you can tell make sure the angle is proper okay make sure the angle is proper all right so this past well two weeks week and a half week and some change week and whatever assassin's creed Valhalla got announced and they were talking about this earlier in the show how the game is coming out on next gen console and current gen console so ps4 ps5 xbox whatever mm-hmm. xbox whatever um and the issue here was that the game was running and i could be wrong not 100% right. It's between 30 or 60 frames a second. I think it was actually 30 frames a second. Sure. And with the 30 frames a second, it's like, okay, these consoles are probably going to cost $600. They're the best consoles you're ever going to get, right, at the time. Crazy technology is going into it, equivalent to 2080 TIs and all weird things that have high numbers that make sure that this thing runs better than anything that's ever existed to this date. And you're telling me right now, in 2020, we're going to play one of the most budgeted, Highly budgeted, one of the most acclaimed series franchises, whatever you want to call it, whatever you want to see, put the hood up, and we only playing in 30 frames a second in 2020? 2020. There's games that are literally trash in terms of the way, like, like the design and graphic and how much power they, they need from the CPU and whatever, and they run past 60 frames a second. So my whole thing was, are we going to go into an era where the current generation of, well, the next generation of consoles coming up is going to be held back by the past generation of consoles because of what we've done in the past year or two where Fortnite started this all off where you can play the game on anything, phone, whatever, da 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 where now developers are really focusing on making sure you can play the game on the last-gen consoles. Because last-gen consoles are still good. You don't really have to upgrade if you don't have to. So is that going to create like a weird system? Go ahead. So Gabe, let me ask you a question. Yes, sir. How many frames can you see per second? I see all the frames. <laughs> the reason I ask is because I think it's I think it's interesting. I don't I I don't think it's holding I don't think it's holding back devs. I think you know they were de- like how do you because like how do you develop for a new system that's not out yet when you haven't really gotten specs and stuff? And I know they get them early, but like an Assassin's Creed game takes a very long time to develop. And part of that is like you know like you're you're optimizing like obviously you have more hardware power to like take advantage of on a next gen console, but you know you still have to keep your audience. Like the game wants the game makers want to sell as many copies as possible. So I don't think it's I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing what it reminds me of is the wii u and switch because a bunch of the switch's titles are titles that originally appeared on the wii u like the switch's library of games is huge because nobody played those games in the can on the wii u so i think i mean i also think that like this is sort of like deepening the bench right like 
you get a PS5, you can play the game that everyone else is playing, even though there aren't that many other games for the console. Like, you know what I mean? It's It, it feels like, it feels like kind of, I, I don't, I don't hate it. I mean, I also like, I also Assassin's Creed is not a game that you need a bunch of frames to play, right? You're not like playing online. You, you don't need all of that information. You don't need 240 frames per second. Clearly, you never. You just don't. You just don't. Clearly, you haven't played 240 frames a second before. No, I'm. Right. I mean, I'm saying like that makes sense for shooters and stuff. I just, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Just, just to go back to what you said on how many eyes, how many eyes, how many frames the human eye can see. We can see up to a thousand frames per second, and looking can yeah, accurately gets up to 150 frames per second. Look, I'm happy with a 60 frame per second game. I don't need 120. I don't need 240. But at least hit me with 60. 30 is super old, and I get it, and I get you. Mm -hmm. When we were on the phone earlier, you were saying, hey, movies are shot at 24 frames a second because it's a yes. cinematic look. 100% agree with you. There is, a, there is a look to 24 frames a second that comes in cinema. These aren't cinema. These are games. I need fluidity a moment. I don't want to feel like I'm playing on a PlayStation 2, bro. Like if I'm, if <laughs> I also I'm think if I'm upgrading. But you, you also won't get frame drops because of the hardware. Like, that's the thing. You just won't. It won't happen. But also, like, yo, I would love... I think games and movies are, like, are coming closer and closer together. Like, that tech demo was using cinematic assets, A. Yeah. And B, like, I mean, like, Avengers-type shit. But B, like, Death Stranding is, like... Like, Norman Reedus... Or not Norman Reedus. Fuck, whoa. Kojima's next project is going to be, like, a movie. You know what I mean? It's, like, these things are intersecting. I Show me a game in 24 frames a second, baby. Like, make that an artistic choice. I love that. Real quick, Brandon, who is creative knows this stuff he said it's the motion blur from 24 mm -hmm. frames that makes it so cinematic that's the thing that that's making it like ooh, what is this little uh this texture here <laughs> it's so pretty i mean it's so pretty i don't you, think it's a bad you thing can't, you can't sell me like then at that point then why get the newer console because these why get the newer are, console which is like okay so then why are we making a new console if we don't because if you gotta we, make a new console <laughs> do you because like before there was a hundred percent a necessity like okay PS2 to PS3, massive difference. Huge jump. PS1 Huge to jump. PS2, massive difference. Xbox, Xbox 360, massive difference. Mm -hmm. PS4 to PS5, what's the difference besides it's the a graphics? big difference? I mean, it's a big difference. I think, I think literally, like what's happening is like it's not console upgrading. The console upgrade cycle is different because like it's not a necessity to buy a new console. If like I mean like unless until these devices are stopped are not being supported, right? Like you don't buy like you can still buy PS2 games, but nobody's like. Sony's not supporting that console anymore, right? Yeah. So that's why you have to upgrade to the next thing and the next thing. Like it's not, and I think I think we're gonna see those cycles get longer and longer just because like the hardware is not gonna like go out of date quite as quickly. Um, I think I read something somewhere that Moore's law is in fact like um, not holding anymore. Moore's law is a law that it's a law that says uh, uh, it's like a it's a not a joke law, but it's the law that says hold on, let me, let me Google this to make sure I'm accurate. Uh, but it has something to do with how how fast processor power doubles. So uh, ooh, Wikipedia, here we go. Uh, Moore's law refers to Moore's perception that the number of microchips doubles every two years of the cost of computing. Well, hold on. Uh, this is cut off. Anyway, the point is like the, the number of processors in your processor doubles every two years. That law is not holding true anymore. We've gotten to the point where like physically you can't cram any more shit onto a chip. So yeah. I, I feel like, you know, I, I think this is like these cycles are going to get longer and longer because the advancements are going to be necessarily smaller. Like, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, then we get what if what if we get quantum consoles? Whew. Imagine, quantum imagine the power consoles. The kind of, I mean, it's like the whole that kind of then dilutes it for me. And also, Brandon said, I think I it could become almost unpleasant to play a game above 250 frames a second. Clearly, you've never played a game at 240 frames a second, Brandon. Like Valorant, <laughs> like you got you play, you're, you, you yeah, playing. Yeah, I need, 
I need that 240, baby. That needs to be smooth when I go for those heads and click. Like, it's got to be like, ka, 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 instant. No, actually, it is funny. I, I remember I was playing Fortnite once on a Switch, and I was like, what the fuck is wrong? Why can't I aim? And it was like, because it was running 30 frames a second. Like, you just need those extra frames. <laughs> so now imagine playing Assassin's Creed at 30. Yeah, but Assassin's Creed is not a game where you have to react. It's like, it's not the same kind Speak of game. Speak for yourself. Speak for yourself. There's How are you playing Assassin's Creed? Did you ever play online multiplayer when you were going off? No. There was some. There's combat involved, dude. There's people coming on you from different corners. Like, you gotta be ready. You gotta be able to. You gotta pull the blade out on a moment's notice and clean them up. But <laughs> so then, like, this is the thing. So this is the thing. I, I love when I say this is the thing. This is the thing. Like you said, Moore's law, processing power. It's just it's starting to taper off. We're getting there. It's like how good can these things actually get? I feel like a lot of the excitement that happens with gaming tends to come with what is the next generation going to have? If you don't have a PC, if you have a PC, it doesn't really matter. You kind of sit above like everybody else. Um, yes. So it's like, if these consoles are not getting to the point where it's like, we have to get them, we lose like that, 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 that new con, that, think, when you get I a new box at just, Christmas, when you get the N64 you're, and you have you're the Super just, Nintendo, you're like, oh. you're just nostalgic, bro. You're just nostalgic. That's all because that is. Because that's a part of gaming. It's a big part. The nostalgia what if factor. We lose that Christmas part? What time. If we lose that part? What if we lose huh? that part? I don't think. It, I don't know if it matters. What do we though? have? What do we have? What do we have? PCs. Have? And what about <laughs> PCs? Are emotionless. We become emotionless. Okay. We, we lose what we lose. What makes us us? You know, the I Christmas like is already fading, Bijan, and we're gonna lose Christmas if we lose the console. Gabe, you're just, you're just you're just describing what it feels like to grow up. That's what's do you, happening. Do here. you remember when you got your PS2? I didn't have a PS2. Do you remember when you got your GameCube? I do. I remember what I think what you mean is I remember when I got my Xbox 360. When baby. you opened that up, when you got out the box, Oof, it, was it, was so, not a, it was not a Game Boy, and it was like, oh my god, this is just this yeah. is just different. This is new. I remember that? And I'm looking at the PS5, like, why would I get this if I could just play this game on PS4? Gabe. Hey, this is just this is literally growing up. This is the experience of growing ah. up. You've just ex exactly ah. what it feels like because things get less exciting when you know more about them. Unless, well, unless you get deep enough and then they're exciting again. Look, man, you know, I think we're gonna have to agree I, I, disagree. To I think we will, but I'm, so, I'm sorry that you. I'm sorry that you can't. You find that you can't take pleasure in things that aren't sufficiently hyped. It need, dude. It needs hype. It needs. It needs that 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 little thing about it that just like it's just. First of all, my phone now is good enough to run really high quality games, like really, really high quality games. You've been getting into Brawl Stars, haven't you? Oh, I'm all, I'm all Brawl Stars all day. Like when I mean I'm putting in three hours a day, I'm gonna go pro. Not gonna go pro. I'm gonna I'm yo dude. Brawl Stars one of the best games, top ten games. You need to play it. Like the minute you play, you will get 100 percent addicted. Uh, and anybody listening, should download Brawl Stars. Plug for Supercell. Love you, Supercell. Give me some free boxes. Nah. That's <laughs> Yeah, I need those free boxes. Yeah, you got to pay for stuff. Um, <laughs> it's just like you know, I agree. I agree. I agree. I agree. I agree. I don't agree, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna agree. So we end on an agreement. I I just I I find I found that like I'm just less excited about technology lately. Like, and part of it is like working at a tech website. I'm just like, yeah, you know, like we get all this stuff. It's and we test it and it's fun. Like I I I am less excited about the things that I used to be excited about because I'm more excited about different things, like the things that I'm like making. Like the things that I, you know, the people that I care about, it's, it's like my enthusiasm has shifted, but I don't think that's a bad thing. I think that's just like, that's what it feels like to, to like, to, to, to put away childish things, to quote the Bible. Wow. Now you're calling video game childish things. Wow. On a video game show. No, I'm, I'm, wow. saying, I'm saying that feeling. I, I play so many video games. I'm saying the feeling, the feeling 
of that excitement. That you can get that elsewhere. You can get yeah. that elsewhere. You can, you can, you can. New motorcycle feel, you know, new sneakers. New, new sneakers. sneakers. You see, that's tight. The new sneaker feel is different. You know, you smile after you like, ooh, this is a brand new kick, fresh sole. Da, 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 da. Mm -hmm. But let's get into today's because I think, yeah, <laughs> we're doing weekly wholesome now. We're transitioning from the segment because it's gone on for too long. Oh, weekly you're just sad. Wholesome. We're bringing it up. Bijan. Gabe, can I tell you something? Go ahead. You know what I'm excited for? Mm. I got a giant package of googly eyes, like big googly eyes yeah, on Amazon. Yeah, I'm yeah, very yeah. excited to have that. Like, look, man, I'm so stoked for that. Yeah, yeah, it's like getting a new console. Where are you, you going to put these googly eyes? Right there. On that? Now somebody help this guy. <laughs> Take us through <laughs> Weekly Wholesome, Bijan. <laughs> All right. It's time for your Weekly Wholesome. This is the segment where we talk about things that are good and make you feel good. And that's where we're ending today because things feel good. And we want you to feel good when you leave here. So you come back. We want you to get addicted to the show. So you keep coming back because you need a next the next hit. I need you I need you to understand that. Anyway, yeah. Uh, Zoon, hit us with the uh, Pokecat. Huh. I didn't even know what I was talking about when I brought this up. Where's the trend? Yeah, I don't know. Okay, so Where's if it? you didn't know. Look at that happy fuck. birthday, Pokemon! Happy birthday, Pokemon! We love you. Come on the show. Very, very massive birthday today, and to the point that Pokemon's birthday was trending today on Twitter. But it was a very special birthday for this cat right here, whose name is Pokey. And the owner was like, "Oh, thank you so much for wishing my cat Pokey happy birthday." And I thought that was look at that beautiful cat. Look, look at how fat that he is. unit. Look at that unit. Damn. Right the stripe separation, the white coat right there. The I, boom. I. Did I have I ever told you about the cats next uh, that live on the the roof next to me? I, I don't want to hear about your feral cats. Okay, no, okay. they're nice. They're Pistifer, Mistifer, and Yuzu. Pistifer, Mistifer, and Yuzu. Did you name? You really named one of the cats Yuzu? Yeah, Pistifer got his name because he peed on my AC while he was looking at me. And what just about Mistifer? And then did it again. Oh, just that's that's Pistifer's wife. He has a little harem. It's weird. <laughs> Cat harems are real. What else we got for Weekly Wholesome, Bijon? Uh, Gabe, I wanted to ask you something mm. because you just did a charity tournament. I oh, I know did. What because I also dropped into your chat and you were not paying attention. Oh, I dropped no. into Aaron's chat too. She was not paying attention either. Means oh, it was dude, a good tournament. Yeah, dude. All right. So yesterday I had the lucky honor to compete in the Florida Mutineers 25K charity tournament. And the charity I was able to support was the gift of life, the gift of Gabe. We partnered together, you know, brought two amazing things. And uh, it was a large tournament, 14, 14 teams competed, all had a Call of Duty Pro and then some form of an NFL athlete, NBA athlete, and then the content creator of some sort, and et cetera, et cetera. It was a four-man team. It Wait, went really well. Huh? Were you the I content creator? I'm looked at like as an influencer, which always is like, you're a New York influencer. I'm like, am I? I don't, I don't really know if I am, and I don't really identify. I'm but uh, So got invited, got it out. It was a great tournament. It, it kind of, for me, we got, our, we got our steam later in the game. Um, like later in the last hour, because the whole thing ran with like we put up two games that are, we pick our best games, and those games become your your accumulated score. So you have three hours to get two really good games. And what blew my mind was that there was a team that was in first place that got over fifty, I think fifty seven kills in a game. You're killing more than a third of the server, which is I'm trying to figure out how you did this. I gotta go back and watch. And then they got the win on that. So they had like I think like a hundred and 10, 112, some hundred amount of points. I'm just like, yo, that's got to sound like it's cheating. There's no way they got that in two games. There's no way. <laughs> the, only, the only part that got me sad is that my team came in six to Aaron's team. And that's I went, not, I, wait, wait, 
what did Aaron plays? Aaron plays second. <laughs> Shouts to the god, Aaron Ashley Simon, who's better Yo, but at No, nah, hey. I, I looked at her score. She only dropped eight kills. Yo, she got carried, dude. I was <laughs> like, yo. I mean, I shouldn't be mad because it was all for charity at the end of the day. Uh, all the teams got a specific amount of funding to give it to a charity of their choice. So everybody, you know, there was like one person wins all and only one yeah. charity gets it. So that was a really great thing. But Aaron, coming for you at the next one, you better be ready. Uh, you know, I've, never yeah, played, I've never played in a video game tournament before. I feel like I'm it, missing dude, out on something. Dude, when you do it, you'll realize why we just straight up ignore chat. Because it's it's a, it's a whole, mm-hmm. like, you got to be in, especially when you're doing these kill races and these win races where, like, placing yeah. and kills matter. You you just, you don't look at the chat. Like, I saw your message later. I was like, hey, Bijan, you still there? Oh, Bijan's not there. All right. Back no, to no, chat. I was fine. Back to gaming. <laughs> Bet. Bet. Anything else on um, yeah, I mean, I I want to plug I want to plug the uh, the so I my friend was that last week I talked about this nonprofit fundraiser for nonprofits in gaming, it's still going on. There's one week left. Um, they are I think it's good. I'm like I'm really I really want these nonprofits that help people in the game industry to like stay funded and keep people in in the space because frankly like, uh, people are getting laid off all over the place. Like models are collapsing. No one's making money. It's terrible. Uh, and the other thing is. You know, I I might they're they're ending next week. I might be on their live stream because they're doing a big live stream next Thursday after our show, to to you know like end things in a big way. Um, so I might I might be playing games on stream for charity. I don't know. I'm very excited. Uh, but we'll see. Ambiguity. It's the spice of life. Uh, but I think that's all I got. I mean, I don't know if you guys got, also. I should say if you guys have charities and stuff and charity events that are happening or cool like nice like cat pictures, please send it to us. Like we we want to include that shit on the show. I'm a dog person, so uh, I don't know. Uh, look, I am a both person, but we can love them both. Look, okay. I'll do the cat loving for you. That's, okay? how, he, that's how you know you went I'll to Bijan, take us. I will carry you. Okay, I'll take us up. Folks, it's 8 p.m. You know what that means. It's time for us to go. Not always, but tonight. Thank you for coming. We'll see you back here next week, 7 p.m. Eastern at on Thursdays, right? It's Thursday, oh, Thursdays, on Thursdays at twitch.tv forward slash 368 NYC. And I have a quote to take you out. We love you very much. But to quote John Donne, the poet, any man's death diminishes me because I am involved in mankind and therefore never send to know for whom the bell simps. It simps for thee. Thank you. Get us the fuck yeah, out of here. Turn the stream off, please. What the? <laughs> For whom the bell simps, bro. It's funny. I'm out, bro. God I'm damn it. Out, fucking bro. fucking Philistine. I quote poetry at you and you give me nothing. Ida, just end end this. Cut us off. Cut us off. Are we still here? I'll try to put my back to the thing. Are we still here? Oh. Fuck off.